Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Total Liverpool Podcast. I'm Jake, and today I'm joined by Simo and Deej, and we will be reviewing Liverpool's 5-0 win against Watford. Simo, I want to start with you. Mo Salah, the, the only sort of thing He's best in the world. Say. He's, he's, he's <laughs> the best in the world for me. And I, I, like, people are starting to say it now, so I don't, I don't feel like I'm like, on my own trying to fight this battle, you know, because <laughs> for, the, for the Total Liverpool listeners who don't know, we need to talk about... Um, all sorts of football and that on our main podcast, Total Screamers. And I've been saying for quite a long time that I, I really do believe that Mo Salah has been sort of best in class and as a sort of, you know, right-sided striker or, or mm. whatever you'd like to call him in the modern game. But I just think he is best in the world at what he does. And as for the past sort of two or three months, or just the beginning of this season, really, I just think he, he's, a, he's the player in form in the world. And I, yeah, I get there's, you know, uh, Benzema is is having a great season in um, La Liga, and Lewandowski is still putting him in. And Bundesliga, I think he's eight and eight. Um, he went for a wee dry spell there, but I think he cleared that up at the weekend. But I just think there's no player that's actively just lighting up stadiums like Mo Salah. <laughs> it's just putting these clips together like Mo Salah. It reminds me of the season that Messi had, where he literally like fuck it, it was like you know it was it was a goal every single game, every single game, and that's what it kind of mm. feels like. And that's that is where he's at. I think he's eight on the bounce now. Um, yeah. For me, this is this is even better form than ten goals in this ten seventeen. Games well. hmm? Sorry, ten goals in ten games as well. Ten goals in ten games, super impressive. Yeah, Not for me, this is <laughs> this is better form than the beginning of his, his record breaking season and and seventeen yeah. eighteen or eighteen nineteen. No, it was seventeen eighteen, wasn't it? Um, going back to them, we we were a counter attacking side, then it was attack, 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 and now we've moved in, moved into a sort of possession based side. Over the last couple of years, he's added so much to his game and he does look like a more complete footballer than when he broke the record. And I could really see him, if he continues this vein, of just having one of those seasons of footballer. When you think of a football and you think back to them and think, oh, wow, the season I sort of like 21-22 was when we seen most of our like, properly light up Liverpool. 
Um, mm. And he'll go down if he, if he stays with us until he finishes his career. He'll go down as an absolute legend. He would go down either way. He could leave tomorrow and go down as a Liverpool legend, but he'd really, really, really put down a mark. It'd be a huge, huge, huge part of Liverpool's history. Um, and it's just a privilege to, to watch him every week. <laughs> He's that good. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, mate. That you know, we'll, we'll get on to, to get on to the goal. But Deej, I want to come on to you. It's not often that a player scores a hat trick and then barely gets noted in the in the post match review. But <laughs> yeah, how, how good was how good was Mo Salah before we talk about Bobby Firmino? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think I'm on the same train as Simo here. Like uh, after the City game, uh, my rating for him was best in the world out of ten. So um, <laughs> yeah, the, I've always thought he's sort of been in and around that conversation, but. From yeah. from the City game and and then obviously the Watford game this weekend is I think it's kind of confirmed Salah probably is the best player in the world at this very moment. Um, yeah, I think I think there's there's talk of him potentially being the favourite for the Ballon d'Or, but mm. I still think while Ronaldo and Messi aren't retired, that that won't happen. I think they've got a, a claim on that on that uh, award so strong mm. they're pretty much the only people who have won it over the past however many years. Modric uh, was I, the only one to win it, wasn't he, in the past 10 years yeah. or something ridiculous? Yeah, like a Modric. So, but I think it's, it's about time that Mo Salah starts getting some recognition outside of Liverpool for mm-hmm. how good he is, because this isn't new. Like, Salah performing this well is not new. He has been this consistently <laughs> this good for four years, and it's only now that people are starting to go, hang on a minute, this guy should probably be involved in the best in the world conversation. And it's taken mm-hmm. four years of breaking record after record after record for rival fans to still turn around and go, well, yeah, okay, maybe we should talk about him. I mean, even now you see people talking about Salah going for Henri in the in the Premier League scorers chart. Uh, you mm-hmm. look on Twitter, and I mean, we, I know football Twitter's a, a crock of shit a lot of the time. <laughs> but, um, you see you see them saying things, people replying just saying like, oh, this, uh, this guy isn't even a patch on Henri. And now, don't get me wrong, Henri was amazing. But you look at the numbers... Mm-hmm. I mean, if if Henri does, if if Salah does reach the same number of goals as Henri, he's probably going to do it with a few years left in the tank. Yeah. Probably going to end up surpassing that. Now, yes, there's the memory and nostalgia around the whole Invincibles era of Arsenal that that sort of holds Henri up on on that pedestal that he deserves to be on. But I think because Salah is still playing today, that benefit of hindsight and that that feeling of nostalgia isn't there because yeah, when Salah retires, give it ten years. You'll hear Man United fans talking about how we were so blessed to have one of the best players to ever play the game in the league. I guarantee. The it. thing is, the thing is, though, is uh, it's not just the fact that you know there's a, the, the people are you know thinking about the past and stuff. It's the fact that he's a Liverpool player as well. People don't want to give that credit to someone who's <laughs> playing at our club, and it's as simple as that. You know, is is I think a lot of the people that sort of criticise Salah and say he isn't that good, it is pure jealousy. You know, if he was. In any other club shirt, he'd be lauded throughout the land. But oh, because he plays oh, for yeah. Liverpool, there's just like a everyone's like, oh, he's not that good. It's like he is though. Like, look at his numbers; they're <laughs> ridiculous. 104 Premier League goals, mate. You know, in like five years, that's fucking stupid. Oh, he's just now <laughs> where we can say he's the best African player to ever play in the Premier League. Well, he's League. level. He's level yeah. now, isn't he? He's level with yeah. Drogba. Yeah, but I mean, it, he's, it's, be- he's better he- than Drogba, isn't he? <laughs> 
It's, it's well, two different, very, very different players. Very different players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very very different players. Chalk and cheese when it very comes to being players. on the, the football pitch. I actually think he's quite a different player from Henri, but anybody that's in a conversation, if, if they are as good as Henri, is, is in a good spot to even be in that conversation. I mean, he is obviously yeah. one of the, um, the greatest players to grace a game ever. Um, anybody that watched Henri in that sort of prime, sort of um, mid-2000s, will remember yeah. just how... How, how much of a pleasure it was to watch a player of that caliber. I think we're very much in that era. And, and for, for me, certainly, it's, there is no football on the planet. I prefer mm. watching to Mo Salah at this minute. And that obviously there's Great. a lot of bias that comes with that. <laughs> and it, there was a conversation that popped up, and I want to get your thoughts on it, uh, lads, is that um, Eden Hazard or, or Mo Salah, because we're talking about those sort of like um, players that are extremely good with the feet, extremely entertaining to watch. Hazard was that absolutely for Chelsea. Um, I believe, in, and, and a lot of people do believe as well, that you know he was as a, as a player to watch in the pitch, he was extremely, extremely entertaining. Um, and people are comparing the two. Um, and before probably City, and or maybe after City and before Watford, people, a lot of people were in the favour <laughs> Hazard. But if you look over the old football Twitter, which I, I will agree with, DJ is, is a burning pile like garbage on its best day. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good indication to what the youth today are thinking. Um, and how people can fall on Hazard's side there, though, because even no, now, that's what I was going to say. Very Salah had the numbers in his favour. Yeah, yeah. the and numbers, are, the stats, and the numbers yeah. alone, you know, po- point I know, I know, football isn't based on stats and things like. It's not I mean, all. It's not. It's not numbers. all. It's not all about stats, though. You know, it is a lot of it. Is you know how good someone is on the ball and, and their sort of overall team ethic as well and what they won and stuff but I'm, I'm not defending it but i'm saying you know that is, that is. salah salah is for me is absolutely clear of edin hazard you know there's no player i'd rather have one in my team in the world than mo salah you know exactly. you could offer me messi you could offer me ronaldo and i'd say no thank you very much we've got the best player in the world I think it's really hard to boil that down uh, for the opposing argument of Hazard being better. I think it's really hard to boil it down to like, oh, well, it's the feeling that you get while watching them. Because what you're saying there is basically like, oh, well, Hazard's better than Salah because Hazard does stepovers and Salah doesn't. That's that's what it is. And that's that's a garbage opinion to have. It's it's an opinion people were were debating in terms of like entertaining players to watch. Um, I mean, like, it's no no sort of, I wouldn't say it's any sort of... um, indication of how, how good a player is is how entertaining to watch otherwise you know Alan St. Maximan would be the best player in the world because he's mm-hmm. super entertaining to watch he's like an extremely yeah. entertaining player to watch but in terms of how effective he is on the pitch extremely effective however not into that sort of anywhere near a world class bracket but it was just it was, I thought it was an interesting debate that people would put those sort of two comparisons together by the way if anybody wants to know where I fall it's very much <laughs> on the clear side of most uh, <laughs> even on even on his best day, I don't think um, Hazard has, has came close to um, any Salah performances I've seen um, over the past sort of few years. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's no no argument for me, but these are the kind of players that will, will be compared to Salah. And again, it'll be something we look back in 10, 15 years' time and, and we will like, we'll have a clear indication of how this era of football went and Salah's impact on it. And I think it will be a lot bigger, even as we look at it right now and we think it's going to be pretty big. Um, my opinion is in 10, 15 years. We'll look back at it and think, well, that was that was the best that was the best era of Liverpool sort of post seventies and eighties. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I think that's that's my opinion. I mean, bring in uh, bring in Hazard back up for a second. Like, did you hear what Mourinho uh, said about Eden Hazard? Like, he was he's one of Mourinho's favorite players to ever work mm-hmm. with, right? But Mourinho came out and basically just said the guy doesn't train. He does not train. Yeah. He's like it's the worst evident. trainer in the world. But he's he he's he was amazing on his day. 
And if he can pull those out of the bag with like not really training at all, imagine how good he would have been if he committed himself in training. <laughs> we might be mentioning them in the same breath yeah. and it might be a bit more of a closer argument there, but... Man, I think we'd have, we'd have talked about Real Madrid like 10 kilograms overweight. Ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. There's yeah. also been talk of uh, Real Madrid coming in for Salah this summer and offer, offering Hazard plus money. Yeah, seeing that, I, th- I think that's ridiculous as well. Yeah, There's no chance that Liverpool would ever accept an offer yeah. like that. Mo Salah will sign a new deal. There's too many cryptic tweets going out with you know yeah. the word signature and Signed, sealed, and delivered goals and stuff like <laughs> that, and it's like he's he's signing a deal, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they're tweeting this without him signing a be. deal. But lads, moving back to the game at the weekend, Bobby Firmino and Sadio Mane also scored. I thought it was really nice to see the famous front three bagging goals, and I was actually really delighted for for Firmino to come back into the side and and get a hat trick, and he probably the easiest. Three goals, I think he'll ever score. Yeah. In his life. Um, you know, he was. I heard someone say that you know he's pushing Dirk out for the closest ever hat trick. <laughs> um, famously, Cal scored that one against Man United from I think it was combined about six yards altogether. Uh, Firmino, I don't think was far off that. Deej, how happy were you for Bobby, and how impressed were you with his his whole game, not just his goals? Uh, over the moon for Bobby. I mean, I think I think if you look at it, if you take all the minutes that he's played and the goals he's scored uh, so far this season, he's averaging a goal every 35 minutes, mm. which who would have thought we'd be saying something like that about Bobby Firmino after the past couple of seasons. But with yeah. the, the sort of drop-off in form that we've seen from Jota and him kind of going missing in a few games and his decision-making not being quite right, uh, I was starting to get to the point where I was thinking, are we going to be relying on Salah and Mane alone again this season? Mm. And so far, Bobby has had kind of come out all guns blazing this season and has sort of put those worries to bed. Now, just waiting for Jota to sort of hit one of his streaks again and, and <laughs> enjoy being spoilt for choice. And I, I genuinely do think we, we have the best attackers in world football at the moment. I, I don't just mean Salah. Uh, I mean, all, all three, potentially four, if you start talking about Jota, I think he's he's a bit of a way away from, from being uh, the same sort of caliber as your, your Mane's and, and your Salah's and your Firmino's. But he's there. He's learning off those guys. He's still a young lad. He's gonna get there. So I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's a, a stretch to say that we've got the best attackers in world football. Now I know people are gonna be listening to me going, "Does this guy not know PSG exists?" <laughs> I'm say I've never rated Neymar. Uh, Salah shits all over Neymar. Mane shits all over Neymar. Uh, and I'd play Bobby ahead of Neymar as well. So uh, on the wing, <laughs> Bobby on the wing over Neymar. Bobby on the wing. Yeah. What <laughs> the, the Mbappe Messi. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of Salah's really the only one that can be mentioned in the same breath as those two. I don't think Mane's far off, mm. uh, and then Bobby's probably probably about the same sort of position as Mane in in the world rankings at that point. I think, but yeah, absolutely fantastic weekend for the guy, and and he did take the match ball home. But like you said before, not many people <laughs> were talking about him after the game. Yeah, I know. It, it, I felt I felt a bit sorry for him. You know, he he scores a hat trick, a blight, a very like I said, a, a very simple hat trick. But you know, he's got to be in all those positions. And I wasn't just impressed with his goals. I was impressed with his off the ball work. And it was it was Bobby of old. You know, he was dropping into those spaces, allowing Salah and Mane to get into the positions that they like. You know, nice little passes out wide to Trent and to Robbo. I just thought that that Bobby's performance was was a complete performance. It's the best. Firmino performance I've seen in a long time, which which was really nice to see, and I was delighted for Mane as well to get them that hundred goals in the Premier League, and that pass from Salah was just 
ridiculous Same, outside oh, yeah yeah i mean that's a joke wasn't it that pass i was i was gushing over that pass it's not a very salah-esque pass um that you normally see salah make um but it just shows how much he's got in the locker that you don't stuff that you don't really expect for Sal. He's pulling out the bag now, you know. You don't expect that. Pinpoint it was though. Like oh, yeah, it was. Meter off and that it was in, just, weight, the weight of it. I think was just to run and it couldn't have been more perfectly him. weighted either. Mm. Um, you seen the video yeah. of uh, Marnie when Marnie was celebrating, running up to him, just shouting at him like, "Yes, King!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, King or something. He shouted at him while he was running. <laughs> Thought, it's nice um, to see them assisting each other because they, they are yeah. extremely competitive and they all, always want to score and that's, that should be a striker's instincts and stuff like that it's good to see when they assist each other and everything sort of comes together in terms of Bobby by the way I don't know what you boys think about this but um, I think Jota to the club is probably the best thing that could have happened for Bobby Firmino's Liverpool career mm-hmm. I mean it, before pre-Jota I mean it just kind of felt like Bobby's biggest competition was a, a really out of shape and out of form Divock Origi and <laughs> either Ox play being forced out on the either wing to to force a Manny or Salah central was his biggest threat to his position. Other than that, he was nailed down, and form yeah. never really came into as a factor of it. Um, and even if you think, oh, he would like how professional I think the guy is, uh, we all have a subconscious, and you know, knowing that your position isn't up for grabs, no matter how professional you are, has to have a, a like you have to has to have an impact. Thinking, oh, you know, even if a I'll lose a yard here. He was, I'm, you know I'm what, he was probably the only player in the squad you could nail down in this position, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was and the only was, one who, like you say, didn't have any any competition, apart from Origi, but that was, that was never really... That was, it was when, a terrible when Tachy, Origi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think when, when Taki signed, he was seen as an option at that point, but that didn't last very long. Nah, yeah. nah. It, it was very clear that he was never going to be that through the middle kind of player. I think um, the... I think it was just a combination of him being available. Obviously, Jordan Shakiri spent so much last season injured um, mm. and, and unavailable and, and even not in shape to play. And yeah, it was just very, very, very much not the not the, the competition wasn't nailed down for that sort of centre-forward position. And yeah, I think it was very clear from early on that, that Taki wasn't really going to be fitting into the centre-forward role. And much better. I prefer him out on the right. I have yeah. since I've seen him. I don't really think he fits. Because uh, I think... To play in the centre for, for Liverpool, you have to be good enough to hold up the ball and, and pick passes and come deep um, to allow us to sort of overload in wide areas. Yeah, that's the only thing Taki's missing, isn't it? Like a little bit of strength. He just doesn't have that exact awareness that Bobby Firmino... I don't think any player in the world has the awareness of Bobby. I was going to say, very, very few players have that that yeah. tactical awareness that, that Roberto Firmino has. But Yeah, um, I just think it's been great. that The competition at the club has really, really allowed uh, Bobby to hit, hit form of old, I think. Um and it'll be good if Jota comes back and he starts, because Jota really very much forced his way into a first-choice position through form. Mm-hmm. And if he comes off the bench and starts scoring as much as Firmino does, you know, there's, I'm happy for that, that position to be up for contention <laughs> as Absolutely. long as possible, really. <laughs> Absolutely. That's that's what you want, isn't it? That's what you want. Um, you know, I think I think it was it was just a really, really good performance. So I know there was a few a few people were worried before the game. Obviously, there's no Alisson, no Fabinho, and a few people were a bit, by a few me, few people, Jimmy knows they were. Yeah, pretty much. I was panicking, you know. Early oh, kickoff, we've got no Allison. You know, it's the early kickoff. Early kickoff it's on a Saturday. Fucking a new manager for your position. Yeah, <laughs> half the players, are, you know, the, the the keeper and the you know the most important midfielder aren't there. They beat us a couple of seasons ago. That, you know, yeah, like you say, the new manager bounce and 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 stuff, and <laughs> you know, in the end, it didn't matter. We absolutely worried. I was never worried. I'm, you liar! <laughs> you liar! <laughs> Genuinely, wasn't like I think the the thought process behind it's easy to say it after like, the fact, Deej. 
<laughs> behind it, like I've, I've been saying the same thing since the beginning of the season. People have been saying Liverpool aren't going to challenge this season because mm. they're one or two missing players away from falling apart. Now, we yeah. essentially had the spine of our team missing for this game with Alisson and, and Fabinho not being there. But for me, Matip and Van Dijk were, and that was the important thing. And yeah. just, just as a sort of a cursory nod, Kelleher played really well. Like he was sweeping things up. Uh, Brilliant. Like Allison would, yeah. he was coming out of his box. He was challenging for things early. Absolutely fantastic performance for him. But he had fuck all to do about for him. about seventy minutes. Yeah, there, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he spent a lot of the time. Uh, could have sat on the bench for seventy minutes, but <laughs> people say it. Oh, it was only Watford. But look at who we had out for this one. Obviously, mm. no Allison, uh, no Fabinho, no Thiago, no Curtis Jones, no Harvey Elliott. Like yeah. that's five players who are arguably first team players. Like. They could, almost yeah, easily start, start yeah. 11 players yeah mm. who who weren't available for this game and with people saying like oh liverpool are one or two injuries away from having a season like last season it's like like say really. right liverpool off at your peril like yeah. we we thrive in this position where people think we aren't going to do anything so it yeah. is, it is the i'm glad we made that episode early on and we, we, we titled it written off by the pundits yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we win the league, I'm just gonna I'm gonna title the episode the exact same thing. Written off for the pundits part two. <laughs> um but you know what Watford were were very, very poor and I think Claudio Ranieri's got one hell of a job for the I don't seven, think he knew the job the he had until he's seen that. that he's gonna be there as well, you know, when Watford chop and change their managers. Yeah. Um, I can't see him being there that long, you know. I think the, the average lifespan's about six days at Watford. <laughs> I'm a Watford manager. Yeah, it's it's For not a long term long. Watford manager. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> no, exactly. I th- I think we maybe get a wee bit carried away with just obviously we are we are having a good season so far, but we are in a a league that is very competitive. I worry that Man United might actually sack Ollie if can, I, need, I need Ollie to go and win a game. Uh, well, <laughs> they've got us and next because the weekend, I do, haven't they? So I fear for the 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 Man United squad. I think is maybe a good manager and one signing away from being an, a fourth contender for that title. But who do they bring in? Team. Fans don't. Con- want I would say Conti's probably waiting out for it. Zidane could Zidane. probably wait out for it. Although Zidane, I've heard, is waiting. And that's for the two French, managers' the job. So yeah, yeah. Zidane um, has only ever won things with the best team in the world, though, in one of the weakest leagues in Europe. Oh, uh, well, it's, it's not like probably. It's probably in, in terms of beat us in the Champions League the final. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> done us <laughs> a couple of times. <laughs> the best team in the world at the time at his disposal. So it's I like that. I'd I like to be the same argument you made for Pep that doesn't. Uh, doesn't Never. contain the best players in the world. The same argument can be made for Pep. It still doesn't mean he's any less of a, a good manager until we see him through. Pep's done it in a few countries. He's done it in Spain. He's done it in England. He's done it in Germany. Zidane has well, done arguably it the Spain. best team in the world in each of those nations. One thing you can't knock from Zidane is that he has won three Champions Leagues on the bounce. I know. We're not, we're not talking about some fucking PE teacher from Norway here. We're talking about Zinedine Zidane, <laughs> arguably one of the best players ever to grace the field. And then I will not have you disrespect his name. I want to see him do it in another country. I think until until I see him do it in another country, I would not call Zidane as a manager world class even though he so did if, if he, so if he he's won everything though mate he's if won he everything. takes the front the front's job and wins the world cup is he not a good manager he is then yeah that but that's that's it that's another <laughs> another competition that's not spain and the champions league i would say the amount of, the amount of trophies he's got and, and i see if you as a manager is better than 99 percent of 99.9 percent of managers who ever manage a football team ever yeah 
He's the, <laughs> the CV is there. And granted, you could say he did it with the best team in the world. You can only manage the, t- the players you've got. You know, if he does go to another country, I think that CV is a good, a good enough CV to get you a job at any top club until you're proven wrong. Don't you? I, mean, if I think he'll always be spoken about as a great manager, but I don't think you'd be able to put him sort of in the same echelon as people like Pep and Klopp, even Conte, even Rafa Benitez, uh, people who have, have won things everywhere. I don't think you can put Zidane in the same bucket as them until he's done it somewhere that's not Real Madrid. Like I, say, Real Madrid that is to say, fails, I would say until he fails, you can't take him out of that bracket. I would say he's in that bracket given his Champions League and his league, and his league titles and, and his mm. league cups and stuff like that. As well. I would say you cannot take him out of that bracket until he fails. See, I struggle to push him in there because of the crutch of Real Madrid. <laughs> it's not a crutch it's a they still had to fight a very very good Barcelona side every year do you know what I mean yeah, <laughs> say, like and winning one. three Champions Leagues on the bounce is yeah, absolutely that's ridiculous ridiculous that's, that I, I agree bonkers. but I still I don't think he reaches that same level as Pep Klopp so on and so forth until he's won more Champions else. Leagues than Pep and Klopp and Conte and together. Benitez combined <laughs> <laughs> literally as a manager more more champions leaks in his fucking the closet man or the cabinet sorry not the closet why would they like to put them in a closet (laughs) but I think we can uh, we are the total Liverpool podcast yeah enough enough about Zidane enough about Manchester United let's get on to our one point I was was actually in the middle of a point my point was that I think if we had a fourth contender into that title then it's it's, it's a harder job than it already is given we're competing with a an extremely good Chelsea side that, that are sitting top just now. And a Man City side that are obviously hungry to go and win this title. It's an extremely exciting season. And if this is a title that we could win, I think it's a title that really means something. Like we, we'd win this a title against the, the big one. Yeah. You know, a, a, I get a, in a league of just top teams. Even the teams outside the top six, or, or even the, the top six table-wise, or traditional top six either or, mm. are extremely strong. I think Brighton are extremely strong. I think West Ham are extremely strong. I think... Benitez is Everton are, are hard to beat on their day. Um, Arsenal having a bit of an uplift. And, and it's just that among competing against two other top, completely top sides being in the shape of Chelsea and, and Man City. I, I fear that if, um, if that Man United squad were to look at it and I think they are just one decent manager and maybe a defensive midfielder signing away from being mm. a real contender. And they're only... People think they're lost in the dust right now, but they're only five points, and five points is fucking nothing. You can make it up in two two game weeks. Yeah, um, if things go your way. So uh, I do. I don't think we've won the league yet, <laughs> but I think you know, we've, we've started well. But it's a difficult one to win this year, definitely. And I think if we do, it absolutely means means a lot. More yeah. than whoever wins this oh, league, yeah. the league this year is 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 fully deserving of the competition. Oh yeah, absolutely. Before we move on to player ratings, just to finish on that on that United chat we were having. Are we writing them out of the title race now? I mean, I know you just said it's five points and they could make you know, that if, up, but have you seen their run up and sit up for the next two months? But if they win those games, they're you know say, flying yeah. at the top of the league. I think it's too early. <laughs> I think it's too early in five points, even though they're in a bad vein right now. And I, that's why I kind of want Ollie to win a match <laughs> so, so he can as stay long as the it's job. Hard against us at the weekend. <laughs> they've got Atlanta with they've got an Atlanta sandwich with Liverpool as the meat in that sandwich. No, I mean, I think we'll, 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 they'll not be us. I don't think. I hope. I would hope they don't be. I mean, they are a wee bit in a sense. We don't. We don't have a, the over the past couple of seasons. We don't even have that great a record against Man United, even poorer mm. Man United sides. Mm. And I don't really know why. Um, a lot of time we've turned up and been a better team as well. Um, I would expect us to to hopefully get over the line against this Man United side. Um, but uh, it's again, it's, it's I don't think there's any sort of guarantees because they do have the. 
it's a difficult one because they don't seem to have any sort of game plan, but they have extremely, extremely talented players all over that yeah. side, like front to back, just a lot, a lot of talent. You know, Varane comes back and then it's a different conversation. Cristiano Ronaldo, who can, who can, who can change a game in, in the space of five minutes if he decides to, you know, and mm. you know, players like Jaden Sancho, all he can't seem to get a tune out of. I don't know why. He's one of the best players I've ever seen perform live, <laughs> Jaden Sancho. Um, you know, and I don't, there's no guarantees against a side like that. I would like to say that we we have the better manager and the better players in quite a lot of positions. Um, but uh, it's just it's, it's a tight game. You, you can't. The, the, these games are they're, they're almost you know it's it's like the derby. And it's a derby. They're, 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 they're anomalies. They're one-offs. You know the form goes completely out of the window in these games, and it, it does genuinely count for absolutely nothing. And we've seen that time and time again. With you know forming forming these games just doesn't mean anything. It's it's it is purely whoever turns up on the day. And it being at Old Trafford as well, you know, adds adds an, a bigger incentive for those United players. But you know, hopefully we will get over the line in that game. But that'll be Sunday's fixture. So back to our player ratings, Deej. Can you give me your ratings for the back five, please? Yeah. Uh, so Kelleher, I'm going to give him a seven and a half. Didn't have much to do, but everything that he did have to do, he did very well. Um, fantastically promising young lad. Uh, love love the fact that he's wearing a Liverpool shirt. Hopefully he's going to be around for a very long time. Uh, I know we've got Pisalugia coming through as well, who's again a few years younger than him. So it looks like we've got a good sort of waterfall of goalkeepers to come through. Um, Trent, he he was fantastic. Like he was legitimately fantastic against Watford. Yeah. And not only going forward, like of course he was good going forward, playing almost as a midfielder, spraying the passes that he sprays around. But he also made a few crucial stops, like on the edge of the six-yard box. Few critical blocks, critical tackles, mm. um, that essentially just stop Watford from getting a shot on target at all from that side of the pitch. Um, I, I think Trent for me gets uh, an easy eight and a half. Um, I think Matip he'll sit on a seven and a half like Kelleher. Nice steady game from him, uh, bringing the ball out from defence like Matip loves to do, dribbling. Can you believe he's got fifty-eight pace on FIFA? Ridiculous. <laughs> So yeah, a seven and a half for uh, for Matip. Uh, I'll give an eight and a half to Van Dyke. Uh, he was fighting with Ismail Assar all all um, afternoon. It was an afternoon game, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he didn't put a foot wrong. Like Saar did not get the better of him once. And considering last time we played him, Saar rinsed Van Dyke, mm-hmm. absolutely rinsed him um, over and over again as well. Scored himself a hat trick. Um, but this time Van Dyke was just like, nope, that's not happening this time. So I think an eight and a half for him. And I think uh, Robbo as well had a very sort of a very Robbo game. So I think a seven and a half is is sort of the consistent rating I've given Robbo almost all season, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'd agree with you, mate. I thought that the fullbacks were, were wonderful. It was, it was a Trent, especially Trent, especially this season. has been so, so good. Um, it's good to see him back. Matip standard you know second best center back in the world you know doing <laughs> doing bits again you know probing forward with that ball and not really knowing what he's doing but it, it, it fully paying off amazing van, runs <laughs> all right brilliant isn't he absolutely brilliant um van dyke you know what more can you say about him he's so good to have back not just for his defensive work but the attacking style that he brings for me it's just unbelievable robbo again you know solid solid robbo good going forward and Kelleher, yeah you know made a really really good save at one point uh tipping that shot onto the post which was a, a, you know a fantastic save to keep his clean sheet but apart from that absolutely nothing to do probably spent most of his time talking to the liverpool fans <laughs> um <laughs> simo what are your um scores for the back five 
Um, so it'd be 7.5 for all of the back five, with the exception of Trent, who gets an 8.5. I thought it was excellent. I thought his passing was amazing. I thought his positioning was excellent. His defensive mm-hmm. work as well. I think he has a last man tackle down as his name. He does. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, super, super, super player. Um, talk about best in, best in the world in the positions. I strongly believe that he's the best right back in the world. It's criminal that he's even a right back, to be honest. A player that good should be in the heart of midfield, and he could do that. And that's often where he actually finds himself. A couple of times I spotted him in the, in the number 10 position. Yeah. You know, and you, you see the sort of the 66 in his back. You think, well, what's he doing out there? And then he'll rattle in off the bar or something. But yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely excellent. Um, and I think, yeah, 7.5 for the rest. Uh, you know, solid clean sheet, uh, solid performance. Not a whole lot to do, but um, extremely pleasing. To see them all as organised as they were. Yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I would agree with you. Deej, your rating for the midfield three, please. Yep. So Hendo seemed to be playing the holding role for the majority of the game. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think as a deputy to Fabinho, he was absolutely fine. Uh, there wasn't much need for us to really play uh, your traditional sort of holding midfielder because there wasn't an awful lot happening in our half. I think in the first half, I think Watford only had something like 17% possession. Uh, like yeah, we absolutely dominated yeah. them in the first half. I think throughout the whole game, it was 23% it went up to. So they, they had a bit more of the ball in the second half, but not by Mad. much. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, so I think for Hendo there, I think I'd give him a seven. Um, yeah, I don't remember anything sort of outstanding that he did in the game, but I don't remember watching him and thinking like, oh, fucking hell, Hendo, come on. Hmm. Um, so I think sort of standard middle of the road seven for Hendo. Uh, Millie was an absolute nuisance an absolute nuisance and then he he ended up going to right back for a little bit didn't he when uh, when Ox came on uh, and I think he played he played solid as well I think I, I give him a bit more than Hendo because I I remember seeing him do a bit more in the game there so I think I give him a seven and a half um, and then Cater I think it, similar to Hendo like I wasn't massively impressed by the midfield in this game but I wasn't unimpressed at all so I think Cater just gets a seven as well for yeah. doing his bit and shuffling stuff along yeah I'd agree with you I thought the midfield were they did their job and they nullified any threat from Watford and they, they smothered them, I think, the entire game, which was yeah. key. You know, it was their off the ball work was was very impressive. But like I say on the ball they didn't offer too much in terms of going forward. It was just nice and consistent and, and recycling that ball. And I thought James Milner was was very good again and for a man of his age he's just defiant expectations. I'm quite happy to see Naby Cater get ninety minutes in under yep. his belt. And not, not hopefully Touchwood come away with an injury. You know, he played quite a lot of games for uh, for Guinea in the international break, but it's good to see him finally starting to get a bit of a run. Simo, what are your ratings for the midfield three? Uh, not too different, I think. So 7.5 for Keita and Henderson. I thought they were, like, you know, good, solid. I mean, yeah, I mean, we could have played without without a holding midfield last game. Hmm. I agree with Deej in that aspect. We could have definitely played with a 10 if we wanted to. Um, but we very much did in the case. I mean, the, the, the open 30 minutes was, was insane. <laughs> I think they had about 7% possession in the open 30 minutes. It was absolutely mental. Um, but yeah, um, Millie gets that an 8.5 for me. I thought he was absolutely everywhere. I thought he had a great assist, um, um, great sort of run into the box. He's, you know, he's still quite pacey, yeah, as Millie, you know, mm. um, considering, you know, a lot of people use that as a sort of a rod to, to beat Millie with, but I just don't think it's justified at all not one um, bit yeah so that, that would be my rating 7.5 for, for Kate and Hendo and uh, an 8.5 for Milner who I thought was, was exceptional lads the front three I've got 10s for all of them because I thought they were all absolutely outstanding Deej do you have much different Can't to that Mania 10 mate Come I can I've got 100 Premier League goals I'm not having that and he was a nuisance the entire game and 9 I like 
They're all getting harsh. They're all getting harsh. The people look to talk Liverpool for their for their accurate ratings. You know? Yeah, we, we've so got to be ends. we've got to be non-partisan, <laughs> unbiased football commentators here. Uh, it's a Liverpool yeah. podcast. I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Mane gets the nine. Uh, he took his goal very well. Uh, it was a nuisance all game, doing his unpredictable Mane thing. Uh, Bobby for his hat trick has to get a ten. Uh, and if not only for his hat trick, for for everything else he did within the game as well, it seemed like he was, yeah, it seemed like he was <laughs> not just playing the false nine role, but he was kind of swapping between uh, false nine in the build up and then playing proper centre forward number nine at at the point of where we're actually attacking. Yeah, and, Bobby uh, Firmino role. It's it's been a while yeah. since we've seen that though. Like generally, if he's dropping deep, that's what he's doing for the game. If he's in the box trying to tap in, that's what he's doing for the game. It's yeah. It's been a while since we've seen both in the same game, and I think we very much got that through Watford. Um, and then for me, Mo Salah, uh, again, same as last week, gets the best in the world out of 10. There we go. Simo? I thoroughly agree. Yeah, same range for me. Um, Bobby Firmino was excellent. <laughs> he was so good. <laughs> I'd love to give Manny a 10, but he only got the one goal. He only got the one goal. Only got the one goal. Salah gets a 10. Not for his... I mean, his overall performance was fantastic, but obviously a goal and assist to... to to get a ten as a striker, you you need to be like, you know, get Bobby Firmino numbers. But the freeze frame, and uh, I'll uh, anybody who's not seen it, the freeze frame of where Salah receives the ball in the box to, to score his world class goal, it just looks as like there's no way someone could score from from the amount of shots around them. There's no <laughs> angle. Ridiculous. There's, I mean, like. He beat the same player twice on the yeah. weekend. <laughs> <laughs> was he it sounds great. I think it was Kafka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor lad. <laughs> can beat twice. <laughs> like, watching his feet, it was so deft as well. Like, he just stopped the ball. Somebody went to tackle him and he just rolled it slightly to one side. Yeah, like, oh, it's oh, nice to go forward now and go. Absolutely and it, in slow motion, and it almost looks easy, but it's because he looks, he makes it look easy. But yeah. I don't know what, do any what speed stuff, his mind is going to intake the information of all the players around him and think, right, I need to find... I need, I need to skin you, there. skin you, yeah. skin you. Need to skin you twice, and then I need to like hit it perfect into the. Um... I need to cut it back and then <laughs> bend it round another defender and Ben Foster. How do you do that? <laughs> well, you think of the style of Salah and compare him to some of these other players who people sort of wax lyrical about for their goal scoring and their dribbling abilities. Uh, so let's let's talk about uh, probably the only exception is Messi here because. While Messi does showboat a little bit with Messi, it's just class. Like yeah. yes. he does very similar things to Salah, where the ball moves where it needs to go, and his legs move the same way. It's not mm. like uh, young Ronaldo, where uh, every every other leg movement was a step over or, or some sort of strange turn. Salah yeah. just does what needs to be done um, yeah. without any of the frills. So I think this this also contributes to the reason as to why people don't rate him as highly as maybe they should and people are only yeah. just starting to bring him into this conversation is because he doesn't do any of the fancy stuff do you know what i actually amazing goals in easy ways <laughs> i actually had that discussion with my dad uh, and, and he said exactly the same thing he said the reason that that you know people are only just talking about something is exactly what you've just said he said there's no fancy step overs there's no fancy turns like i say he just gets the ball and he just runs with it and he just Walks past people. He doesn't always. like try. He just see it. <laughs> like, Arguably harder I, than doing it with all the frills. It is, right? yeah, the frills yeah, are yeah, distraction for the defender. And Salah's yeah. just like, nah, I'm just going to move the ball here and go past you. Yeah. I'm just going to basically pass it to myself the entire can I, time. Um, <laughs> can I offer some some advice to Claudio Ranieri? 
We're looking for a, a left back. <laughs> right, against Liverpool. Don't look around the dressing room and look at Danny Rose and think, you're the guy. He's not the guy, man. <laughs> He's, He's not been the guy for like five Danny Rose years. had an absolute stinker, didn't he? Within like the worst performance I've seen this, this you know season I'm, from I'm a Premier League player. That, it is, it was you normally excellent. see like a player, a player like in those sorts of games and after sort of 20 minutes they go down, don't they? And their, their hammy's gone or something, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh they hamstring has gone, gaffer. So I'm gonna, you know, give a bit of props to Danny Rose. At least he stayed on the pitch for 90 minutes, and he he tried. But <laughs> I, if that was me, within that first, you know, ten oh, minutes, mate, when, he's, when he skinned me a hundred times, I'd have hamstring. I'd have been gone. through him, mate. I, I'd have just yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the neatest player to me. Guys, <laughs> oh, yeah. the poor well, lad. Oh, he got, he he's got not the guy. Battered. He's not been the guy for about five years. Bless him, Danny Rose. Um, I don't think he's been given a chance for the past five years. I, I, I'm yeah. happy to say Danny Rose <laughs> could still do a job there, but he's very much still in a readjusting to playing regularly phase. Considering yeah, very much still not Danny Rose in about four seasons. Forever remember though, isn't he? For that, uh, Danny Rose that. on his day about five or six years ago was decent. He was an English level player, so we should show, but perhaps show Danny Rose some more respect. But. Uh, it's not as funny to show him as much respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, I have to agree with you. Lads, man of the match. Uh, Deej, we'll start with you. Who is your Bobby. man of the match? Bobby, Bobby. for you. Yeah. Simo? Ah, oh, Bobby. Hat you can assist. You need to get man of the match. I mean, most Salah got it on the day. He got the actual man of the, yeah. man of the match, but I think he might. Yeah. I, I, also, I also said Bobby. Mo, mm. Mo is... Mo was close. He gets the point, goal of point the match. 0-0-1 <laughs> behind it. Yeah, he's, you know, he scored, like, you know, arguably goal of, goal of the season twice twice in a week. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll give it to Bobby this week for his hat-trick and his assist. Yeah, it's, and a complete performance, in my opinion. You better pay, pay his back and, and do it again next week. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> On Sunday against United would be lovely, Bobby. Give us another yeah. one of those. Remember what we did for you, Bobby. Tomorrow would be nice as well, actually, yeah, against yeah. Atletico Madrid. But, lads, that's all we've got time for for our Watford review. Thank you both for joining me. Thank you for everyone listening and cheery bye. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sport Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.